We're gonna get that son of a bitch. He raped and slaughtered my sister, Meg. She's only one out of 200 chicks, that motherfucker butcher. There's no fucking way he's getting away this time. No fucking way. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss it. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany Narek. Hi! Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome back to us Everyone. All. Yeah, it's been a bit <laughs> since we've recorded. I've been sick, so I apologize if I sound weird and or cough. And Tom, you always sound weird and sometimes you cough. That happens because I'm a human. And yeah. I am now sick, so excuse me as well. I'm sick all the time. <laughs> sick. Yeah. All right. So this is our one-year anniversary special episode. Because we've been doing this for a whole year now. Woo. Woo, one year. Yeah. I've been doing it. This is episode 56. I think this is the longest I've ever committed to anything in my life. Good job. <laughs> we, we keep it going. Totally flew by. It really did. And uh, it was a good time. And our first episode was on Back From Hell, which is a movie that's pretty close to all of us. <laughs> and uh, a year later, we want to watch the movie The Necrophiles. And that's because Matt Chaisley made them both. <laughs> And we had Matt Jaisley come on the show. And, he, and we, we did a nice interview with him, and he's a good guy. Yeah, he was a nice guy. And uh, it all worked out. So we wanted to kind of bookend it nicely with uh, another one of his movies. So we watched 1997's The Necrophiles. Sure did. Tommy? Yeah. What was this movie about? Um, <laughs> Since question. it was your pick. <laughs> it is my pick. Uh, first one was my pick. This one's going to be my pick, too. And uh, this movie was about two cops who are hunting after a serial killer rapist who find him, track him down, they kill him. And then that guy comes back from the dead. He's raised from the dead by Satanists uh, to continue killing and raping people. And he's like a sex-crazed zombie. zombie. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how he's credited in the credits, right? <laughs> Is it really? I think it's something to that effect, yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Crazy zombie played by. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's basically what it's about, right? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, there's minor there's, details. There's subplots. There's a couple of people that we followed from the Satanist group. There's a, uh, a baby that also <laughs> comes to life. Is the bastard child of one of his rapes. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, and then they sacrifice it, and that's what brings him back. And who gets possessed as well. Um, so a lot going on in this movie. Um, but yeah. Boy, was it crazy. <laughs> okay, you clowns, cut the crap. All right, so let's let's kick it off with some successes of the movie. Successes. Um, the camera work in this was pretty good. There were some interesting shots in there. It did. I think they did a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I noticed, and you could definitely see how far uh, Matt Jaisley has come mm-hmm. from Back from Hell to that. Yeah, I think so. You can definitely see. So that's why it's it's really um, it's really cool that we we're so familiar with Back from Hell because uh, then we definitely saw his growth as an artist throughout. Because um, I think Back from Hell was ninety three, and I think they shot it in eighty seven. This was ninety seven, so it was probably about ten years or so after. You know, I think he was really making movies. And you can definitely see the improvement. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It was very apparent. Taking more risks, being a little more creative with the shot composition. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And it, it almost seemed like the kind of shots that you wouldn't really see in a feature movie. Like, they they were, like, strangely inspired, but 
maybe a, a major movie wouldn't use these kind of shots. Mm. So, I mean, it, it all felt like kind of the mystique that you get from a B-movie that you don't usually see from, like, mainstream releases. Definitely. Yeah. And, I mean, if I can say something about... So, I mean, we've only watched two of his movies, but his movies captivate me. <laughs> they do. Like, I watch them. Like, they are, they are relatively low-grade, relatively low-quality, and they are captivating. I always get sucked in. They're definitely interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like there was subject a... matter is uh, different. <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't uh, a moment where I, I wasn't like curious as to what was happening. <laughs> yeah, and what was going to happen because of it. Um, I feel like they just really went for it in this movie. And I have to give them credit for that. Like they made some risky moves. <laughs> They definitely did. Um, this whole movie was risky business, but <laughs> Tom Cruise in his underwear—pretty risky business. <laughs> a lot of that. There's lots of dicks, lots of murder, lots of baby stabbing, lots of sluts being killed, urinating on baby corpses. It was a, uh, it was a time. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but, but they went for it. Like I feel like they had a vision and then they committed to it, and they saw it through through the whole thing. It didn't feel uneven. Yeah. At any point, like I was like, okay, this is what this movie is. All right, we wrote the script that needs to appear on the screen yeah. now, and then they just laid it on us, <laughs> which I give them credit for. That's really pulling back. It seemed like so wrapped up in being all of those disgusting things. It was also very funny. I agree. This had some serious laugh out loud moments. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think there was there's genuine humor, and a lot of it was during those disturbing scenes, and I think that. That helped the absurdity of the movie because yeah. it was shot and like cut for comedy. Like it wasn't just like oh, this happens to be funny. Like mm -hmm. it was intended to be funny, and it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I felt like it was effectively creepy and funny. And in some parts, you were like, I don't know if this is like creepy or if it's like so stupid that it's funny. <laughs> but it I'm just gonna worked. say they managed to make baby murder pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they did. They made a whole baby sacrificing scene hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> like where like the Satanist just like fumbles the baby corpse into an already dug grave and then just dirt immediately piled on top of it. Like, yeah, the timing was absolutely incredible. <laughs> and it, there's little things like that that make this movie a lot more palatable than it really should be. Yeah, and it's intentional, and I think that's what makes it like <clears throat> a, a, a positive note. I, I do have to say, even though I don't think it was particularly well done, um, but in the same vein, <laughs> I thought the butcher shop practical effects were pretty hysterical. Yeah. Um, there were, I think there were a number of times in the movie where we just said, there's not that many guts in the human body. And it's not possible. <laughs> uh, and it was like cartoonishly silly. I think they knew what they were doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there was even a scene like near the end of the movie where the killer just gets completely like disembowelled and just there's kielbasa like sitting right right there in the oh <laughs> as plain as day hillshire farm kielbasa uh but the effects were like way better than back from hell yeah yeah and which in a four four years um or was that shot in the late 80s it was shot in the late, let's call it like six or seven yeah split the difference yeah okay. well and yeah probably. it's i mean it's a considerable change from back um, from hell which from was like kinda... some pale makeup and well, Je <laughs> jelly smudge <laughs> jelly smudge some like generic kind of like stretchy guts i don't know like, yeah yeah well there's a couple of really good moments in back from hell yeah i noticed that jaisley didn't write this so i was wondering how much of a difference it was gonna make in the overall story yeah i mean it was 
I think it's still fit in his wheelhouse, and I don't know how much he added to to it. Definitely, because it has themes in common with Back from Hell, like mm. the whole people going to the dark side. Yeah. No, that, that's always and interesting. And having to pay terribly for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought another another good part to this movie, I guess, so a lot, a lot of movies like this tend to have some you know, pretty poor audio. Uh, not in this case, because everyone was screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> For all of their lines of dialogue. <laughs> Except for the serial killer who's just whispering tits and pussy. To himself. Yeah, to himself. Um, Wait, but everyone doesn't do that? <laughs> no, it's just him, Eric. Just him. Everything was said at the highest volume humanly possible. <laughs> Tourette's and, guy. And no. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like especially our, our two cop characters. Um, they were very loud and very funny. I was a little confused by our cop characters. Oh, ask some questions. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we're led to believe that the main character is the Tourette's guy cop. Yeah, I would say he's our primary protagonist. Yeah, we don't really have like a central yeah. focus character. Yeah, not but, really. I mean, if we if I were to say we this this movie had a good guy, it would be him. Yeah, yeah. it did because it was his sister who was raped and uh, raped by this guy who was which is where the baby came from. But doesn't he die at the end? Who? That guy? Yes. <laughs> what is it called at the end when, like, the words? Oh, the epilogue? Yes. So who was that about? That was about, that was the, about the guy who lived. The guy who was road raging the entire Why time. Why does anyone care about that guy? He's such an asshole. <laughs> he was. He suffered a head injury, Werner. No. <laughs> He's an asshole. Yeah, no, he was a very loud, mean asshole who hated the scum of the city especially if they hold out on him and then he like killed his partner and then lived and then we're supposed to care about how his life was good after that <laughs> he worked for the fbi like no fuck that guy yeah well so what okay so i guess this is going to be our segue into failures <laughs> sorry i just uh, had questions about that i was like why am i supposed to care about him all of a sudden well i'm not sure and and here's what else didn't work so we got to <laughs> and here's some other stuff <laughs> <laughs> the first thing was on the on the back of the box I, I purchased this movie from matt jaisley's store vidival it was ten dollars plus shipping on the back of the box it tells me that this movie is 90 minutes and this movie is over in 64 minutes including credits uh well 72 including credits 72 so, including credits yeah so it was like eight as minutes it turns out i cannot do math <laughs> yeah no there was it was a long time for credits just over an hour yeah, it was 65 minutes run, and it's not like I wanted it to be longer. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It was fine though, like it was, yeah. But I was uh, I was definitely expecting 90. Mm. And 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 to continue into something else, the end of the movie, it just ended and I knew it was supposed to be 90 minutes, so I was really confused when the epilogue came up. I thought we were going to continue on with the story and wrap mm -hmm. the story up. Like get like a mini transition with a little epilogue page. Y yeah, like, oh, let's just flash forward through time. And then I even said to myself, uh, not even to myself, I even said, I was like, oh, so we could have just started from here yeah. and finished the movie. That would have been really weird, though, because then w that would have been a 60-minute cold opening. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that would be really weird. For a 20-minute payoff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what I thought. And then and then it, it, it did the title screen again, mm. and I was so confused. I was like, wait, did the movie start over or, or what? <laughs> I, I did not understand it was over. I didn't get it. Huh. Very so weird. That was probably on me, but I was not <laughs> expecting it to be over. I was like, wait, what? Um. But yeah, th those are a couple of uh, of my failures. Um, 
one one of the things I noticed about this movie in, in stark contrast to Back from Hell is that uh, if if you watch Back from Hell and it'll take a couple of times because the dialogue is so like warbly and muted and it's hard to follow sometimes. Mm-hmm. There there is a pretty distinct like cause and effect in that movie and you can kind of follow why things happen. Yes, this kind of. movie feels more like an Andrea Schnoss movie, like Zombie Ninety, uh, where things yeah. just kind of happen mm-hmm. and you're bearing witness to these things happening. Um, and it doesn't really feel like there's any real chain or flow of events. It's just a bunch of stuff that happens. And I'm not <laughs> crazy about that style of movie unless it's like really perfectly done. Yeah. I feel like this is very hit or miss in regards to that. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that happens is usually not particularly fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, you brought up um, another movie we covered, Devil Story. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I say things. Yeah. So you brought that up and it totally reminded reminded me after you mentioned it like mm. it was very similar into the oh we're just dipping in and out of these different scenes and here's this crazy guy going around going <laughs> with, <laughs> with his giant giant dick giant paper mache dick <laughs> he had a giant erect i was wondering dick. that was a question i needed to pose was okay. he so sex crazed and rapey in life because he had a giant giant murderous erection <laughs> At all times. A murderection. <laughs> murderection. Wait, is is that why? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know why he was. He just had a giant Good rage question. boner at all times. Why does anyone do anything? <laughs> all right. You know? Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> 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 Fucking philosophy 101, Tom. <laughs> Relax. We get really deep here, so. <laughs> I'm willing to indulge. Um, yeah, that's a good question. They never really explained his motivations. I mean, yeah. they just, I don't, I don't think that really matters. They just set no, him up as, here's the not. serial killer, and here are the two cops who are chasing him. And he has a huge <laughs> cock. He's got a big dick. I mean, I'm assuming that his dick didn't grow after he died. <laughs> Does your dick grow after you die? Like your Is fingernails? Is it like fingernails? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Huh. That'd be pretty sweet. Would it? No. No. No, That's... probably not. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Just grows out of the like the <laughs> grows out of the casket. It's just a dick poking out. Of- That's how you know <laughs> that person's dead, been dead a long time. <laughs> you know, a dick tree grows there. <laughs> you know how uh, life happens. <laughs> mushrooms everywhere. Uh, oh, that's what mushrooms are. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're done. <laughs> Definitely done. Um, anything else? <laughs> Um, I really didn't like that police officer character. The secondary police officer. I don't even know his name because it was Malone. Mum- it was Mathers. mumbled every Mathers. time. I think it was Mathers. Malone Mathers, Mathers, yeah. He was like really just wacky. <laughs> like the way he spoke. Um, I don't know if it was just like subpar acting or the dialogue itself or it was just like really I mean, comical I'm- and ridiculous to me. I think that was I think that was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was directed into that. I don't mm. know. I feel like before he gets the head injury, I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. Like, no, no, he's not no, no, amazing. Not that guy. The guy who dies. Oh, the glasses oh, the guy. guy? Who dies? You don't like guy. that guy? Tourette's guy. That guy was yeah, awesome. When you that guys guy were talking about part? how much you loved him, and I was like, I don't know if he's the best or worst part of this movie. Uh, definitely part of the best. The best side for sure. Yeah. He kept calling everyone motherfucker <laughs> in the best way humanly possible. He had an amazing mullet. Yeah, that he had like tied up so he couldn't notice. Yeah, so like up front, he liked to repeat himself. Yeah. Oh yeah, he repeats himself a lot in this movie. It's really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Th- they spoke in circles a lot. That is a symptom of Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this movie was just a product of the mid nineties. Oh yeah, as far as fashion and, and style and, and <laughs> yeah. all that stuff goes. So I mean, I can't 
It's not necessarily a failure. It's just like people are, are walking around and smashing pumpkin shirts. Yep. With hemp necklaces with and chin straps. Yeah, it's very it's, it's mid-90s. Kind of fun to see it, though, because I feel like I I see a lot of movies where like there's a lot of really bad 80s fashion on, on screen, and I rarely yeah. get to see how bad the 90s gets. And the 90s gets just as bad as the 80s, so <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to see this. Yeah. I feel yeah. like this movie was like a vehicle for someone to exercise their fetishes. E, for sure. <laughs> Are you talking about the scene where a woman dildos a blow-up doll? For no discernible reason. Um, that and then the like little mini BDSM session and then whew, yeah, but the, there's the, lots of and then they were all done so weak and with a hint of comedy mm. that I'm not sure someone was fulfilling uh, some sort of fetish there. As I don't much. know that blow up doll thing went on a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> some really minute detail. It did. Well, I, it's it's funny because I noticed that I, f- I felt them pad the movie out a little bit with with some scenic shots and and like long scenes and stuff. And I was like, wow, they really filled that ninety minutes. <laughs> and then it was with still sixty six- minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> and it was still sixty five minutes, like even with padding. <laughs> yeah, that was just bizarre to me, and it totally lended towards my confusion about whether. Um, our main zombie sex maniac had like radar for kinky activity. Yeah, because yeah. it seemed that he everyone just in kept this like town... sniffing it out. I mean, I almost wonder if it was just like horror movie shorthand for if you fuck, you get killed. Like, <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't know if that's yeah. Maybe that's what they're going for, and they just kind of cut out the part where there's any kind of motivation or he reason sees that these people you are being tracked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, I think his goal was to kill sluts, right? He didn't like sluts. That that I know. That seems to be the... That was the only driver. Yeah, and I don't know. then they showed us sluts that he could kill. And he was mad at Ryback. <laughs> our, <laughs> our, our main villain looked like the bad guy from Under Siege 2. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> terrible movie. <laughs> um, so do we want to discuss some of the um, risks associated with this movie and by risks i mean do we want to just talk about we slightly touched upon a lot of the sexual fetish and all the weird stuff do we want to just go ahead and yeah i mean there there were dicks in nearly every scene yeah like there was the so the baby slaughter scene um someone got their dick ripped off after there's those the dick that was pissing on it yeah got its dick ripped off and then shoved into that guy's eye yep someone got stabbed with a dick yeah their own dick yeah and then there was just a lot of there's a lot of like you know dildos dildos penis mutilation yep a, a lot, lot of graphic rape a lot of graphic rape of inanimate and animate things <laughs> yep like i don't know like i was not I honestly i wasn't i mean the movie's called the necrophiles i should have known better yeah uh, but i was not expecting it to go this far it feels like a big difference from from back from hell like in terms of tone and, and content yeah and I, wonder, I wasn't expecting this. No, I wasn't yeah. either. Uh, and I'm not to say I'm disappointed. I am just surprised. I'm this movie's father. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as it's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. I'm just surprised. That's all. I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it was very... It was out there. They went for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so lots of, lots of graphic everything. Mm-hmm. And wrapped up in, in silliness... But I guess we can talk about favorite parts unless we want to add anything. 
um, flying baby demon, obviously. Hell yeah. Anything having to do with this flying baby demon was a-okay in my book. As soon as that baby shows up, I'm like, okay, the movie just took a 180. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> this is my new favorite. Um, so what the baby do? So two of the Satanists who survived the zombie's initial rise um, find in this book that there's a demon that they can summon to basically clean up their mess. So they go to the graveyard, do the spell, and nothing happens. They leave, and then unbeknownst to them, the baby that was sacrificed <laughs> flies out of its grave, <laughs> possessed by a demon on a mission to, I think, A, kill the Satanists that did the... Like, kill the remaining yeah. Satanists, yep. mm -hmm. and to pretty much conquer the zombie and kill it so it stops, like, raping and killing people. Um, but yeah, this baby flies around talking in a crazy high pitched like chipmunk voice, <laughs> like mocking like, people. It's also half dead. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. It like when I say it flies around, it literally flies around, <laughs> hovers around. There's like a two minute clip on YouTube, like a little peek. Um, definitely look it up because that's what we watched and that's what I think. It's even better out of context. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, I would say in context, it was very enjoyable. Out of context, just watching the clip. Really fantastic. <laughs> I think that's what piqued our interest. But it's basically just taunting and chasing the zombie around an open field as the zombie tries to fuck a blow-up doll. <laughs> Don't forget that the zombie is slow dancing and serenading the blow-up doll first. Oh, yeah. I can't forget <laughs> that's that. That's true. He fell in love. With the and doll. Oh, the baby just taunts and like, calls him a prick and laughs. And a butt like, ha -ha. Oh man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know whose brainchild that is, but it is just I, I really hope it was Jaisley's idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I thought, I th well done. Effective, funny, and gross. So funny. And uh, most importantly, very memorable. Oh yeah, you remember that. Like, this is going to be in my head for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, any, any other favorite parts? Uh, there's a scene where the um, our, our officer, Tourette's guy, mm. is like, in his kind of crappy apartment watching cartoons loudly <laughs> and it's like he just basically put a like a stock like cd sound effect compilation of cartoon sounds from like Hanna-Barbera cartoons and it's just played on a loop there's like absolutely no nothing going on in this cartoon except for like lasers and cartoon <laughs> like fucking car crashes and bonks and planks yeah it's basically uh, like someone's playing a, a rampant game of henry yeah right there exactly and um while he's doing this he's like taking notes on how his like partner who with the head injury is like losing his mind and going psychotic but like you realize like when he's recording this this cartoon noises are gonna be on <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there his dirty wife beater and his stupid mullet and mustache <laughs> so good so funny uh, uh one of my favorite parts was we mentioned this baby slaughter scene um so they get this the the baby that was born from the rape to kill at the gravesite so they the guy can come back to life and these Satanists are just walking through the cemetery in like broad daylight. And it's kinda it's kinda silly at first. <laughs> like black robes. They're just all in black robes and silly masks and like they get and there. Nice khakis. Yeah. <laughs> they get there and, and they, they're kinda guar esque. Mm -hmm. I mean, so they look kinda silly anyway. And then they start like acting silly and then they go to slaughter this baby and then he's holding it and it's just this obviously it's a fake baby. <laughs> so I don't want to make sure that I mean this is this is morbid, but it's hysterical. <clears throat> and he starts just like stabbing it and it's just like flailing around and he's flailing and blood's flying and then he throws it in the ditch and someone gets their dick ripped <laughs> off and 
<laughs> and then these guys run and they're like, holy shit, let's get the fuck out of here. And it was fantastic. <laughs> so my, uh, it was such a, and it was right in the beginning. It was so over the top. It was ridiculous. It was like 10 minutes in. And, I, and if at that point, if at that point you're disgusted or, or just get out now. <laughs> that's that's your that's your get the fuck out now scene. It's as good as it's gonna get. Yeah, and it ain't gonna get that good again. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely drew me in as opposed to turn me away. That's for um, sure. I actually kind of liked our main two Satanist guys. <laughs> they were amusing. They're kind of funny. Yeah, Hi. a couple funny lines. I think I would have thought those guys were really cool when I was like ten. Really? Yeah. Yeah, those are the kind yeah, of guys. Yeah, those guys to. got facial hair. Because well, I was thinking oh. about them like in contrast to like the charisma of father aaron and mm. jack and yeah. i was like man they're way better what <laughs> no way <laughs> they have way more presence they really do they, they were actually not bad i i thought they were pretty good for a movie of this caliber yeah, yeah. probably the best actors in the movie yeah especially I've... the guy who like lived the longest Oh yeah, the guy with the. Uh, I'm so terrible. I don't remember flannel. anyone's name from this movie. Yeah, I don't think we knew those names. No. I don't think they I even th- said them. I think they did. The one with the chin beard was like Barney, I think. Barney. Yeah, I don't remember what the other guy's name. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we didn't do a good good job with the names on this one. <laughs> Who cares? I don't. We're terrible. We've been off for two weeks. We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. No. This is. And like we're about to go on vacation. We've already checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our first year was so successful <laughs> doing this that we uh, earned enough money to go on a vacation to Mexico. Thank so. you for all your ten dollars in envelopes. <laughs> so all those envelopes full of ten dollar bills got us to Mexico. It's like ten thirty at night, and we have to get on a plane in like six hours. <laughs> we're doing this for you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, any other favorite parts? Uh, one of the guys in one of the little vignettes, um, who is going to try to shoot the zombie, is wearing a weekend of Bernie's two hat. No, I thought that was great. <laughs> That's right. Good eye. Not, not the first one. The second one. A weekend at Bernie's. That two. was really great. <laughs> oh my god! You don't know how bad I want that hat. Um, it's so stupid, but I just laughed when the two Satanists guys were eating lunch, <laughs> and they <laughs> one bitched at the other one. They got like Taco Bell or something. Uh, and one bitch to the other guy. He was like, you forgot my cinnamon crispitos. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just being such a bitch about it. I thought that was comical. I know. In the midst of them trying to discuss how to solve their <laughs> Satan problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, we can summon this demon. Damn it, you forgot my crispitos. <laughs> well, what I also liked about them is uh, they, they eventually caved and then asked Jesus for help. <laughs> that's true. They, They're like, I'm so sorry. I, I think that that's really funny. That is really funny. That's, yeah. that's comedy <laughs> in, a, in a for Satanists. <laughs> that's I just got, like, comedy. I just got like a real Beavis and Butthead vibe from those guys. Like, oh yeah, and I, absolutely. I, I just love that style of character. I don't know why they're always funny, but <laughs> Beavis and Butthead style characters are just always great. Yeah, spot and on. I mean they they stopped showing up anywhere after 1999. So you know, <laughs> there's a very brief window where you can get them. <laughs> just squeeze them in here. Um, if that's it, we can move on to ratings. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With yeah, I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah! All right, let's rate the Necrophiles from 1997, guys. Let's let's begin. I don't even know. You don't even know. All right, Eric, what do you think? Mm, give it a standard fuck off. A standard fuck off. Yeah. Um. The the lack of content is kind of disappointing in that it was supposed to be 90 and it was 75, 65, 65, 65. Yeah, um, that was that was kind of a disappointment, um, especially given that there's like weird padding and, and scenes that don't really seem to go anywhere in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't 
really think I like the vibe of it as much as I do Back From Hell. I feel like Back From Hell could really be made into something really excellent and cool. I feel like this is like Necrophiles would always be what it is. You know what I mean? Like we've speculated about like, well, what if Back From Hell was just like fucking amazing and had like a huge budget? Like <laughs> yeah. it'd be really cool. Totally. Necro- Necrophiles is always going to be the Necrophiles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's a real, that's good. Insight. And that's not necessarily a problem. If this is your kind of movie, then you'll really enjoy it. If it's not, you'll fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, I don't know. It didn't really do much for me either way. Uh, I don't know if I would watch it again, though the highlight reel for this movie would be incredible. So I'll say that much. <laughs> wow. All right. Good wrap up. Good wrap up. Uh, do, you come, do you come to a conclusion? Uh, I think I have. Okay. I'm going to give it a fucking fine. Oh, wow. Um, it was really ridiculous, and I pretty much agree with you on every point, um, except for that I definitely would tell people to watch this <laughs> because it's just so bizarre and like out there. It's an hour of your time. And it's just so over the top and funny and like uncomfortable and creepy. Um, I think it's worth a view Mm -hmm. if you're into this sort of thing. Yeah. I, um, you know, I was debating this as as well. I think I'm also going to give it a fucking fine. Uh, I think that I would also recommend this to somebody. I think this is right up the street for people who like trauma style movies, but without that, um, wink wink nudge nudge yeah it's a little less wink wink nudge nudge um and this is more like this is we're just going to kind of throw some funny parts in here mm. and be a genuine comedy uh yeah the comedy was definitely intentional yeah, yeah. it was definitely i think it was the most appealing part of the movie for me too definitely so, for sure yeah it, it hits those trauma notes much better than trauma does <laughs> yeah and I, I mean, I think so, just due to the so to how graphic some of it is and, and what kind of audience I, I think would really appreciate it, I think would be that audience. Um, I'm glad I bought it. I'm glad it came signed by Matt Jaisley. That made me proud. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he didn't know it was for me. <laughs> but that's okay. I know it was still for me. Thanks, Jaisley. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I definitely I would am recommend like, still interested to see pretty much all of his other stuff. I definitely want to watch more of his stuff. I want to see it's how... It's always, like, an interesting time. He, he makes captivating movies. Like, mm. so he's two for two for me, like, as far as that's concerned. I think these are two movies that I would say I would, I would tell someone to watch. I'm not going to be as gung-ho about sitting people down and watching Necrophiles as I was about Back From Hell. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, not going to show this to your, to your nieces? I'm not going to show this to my 14-year-old cousin. <laughs> I'm not going to show this to my 8-year-old niece. <laughs> Probably wouldn't do that with Back From Hell either, but that's okay. Someday. She'll be old enough someday. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely would recommend it. I enjoyed it. Any final thoughts, guys? Final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest? Any questions? Or are we good here? I think we're good here. We're good. All right. You well, know, this... Fresh off a break. Yeah, fresh off a break. Fresh, fresh going into break. a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just a uh, vacation on the mind. We watched The Necrophiles from 1997, directed by Matt Jaisley. Friend of the show. We could say that, right? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's a friend. Excellent. <laughs> um, sure, why not? He, he offered for us to be in back from hell too. I think we're friends. That is true. <laughs> uh, and you can listen to that episode uh, in this post and on iTunes. I think we we gave an overall recommend. Eric wouldn't necessarily recommend it or watch it again, but uh, that's okay. We still like you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, if you like more information, visit Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/SecondClassCinema. If you are listening to this on our website, secondclasscinema.com. You can also listen to it on iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. We're on Instagram and Twitter as well. 
reach out to us, recommend a movie. It might be cool. We'll watch it. And you can also listen to us on the followingfilms.com. We're, we're a part of this network with these uh, other movie podcasts, some great guys. Um, War Machine vs. War Horse, I guessed it on their show. They're on the network. A couple other people we really, uh, we really like and listen to. That's it, guys. We're done. Good night. Now it's time to go to Mexico. All right, guys. Arriba. Arrivederci. Arriving in Derchi. Hasta banana. What the hell is this, man? I forgot my cinnamon crispitos. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Sorry, man. God.